Bickley and Murata. Social Studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to carolhasthebuyers.com. That's carolhasthebuyers.com. It's a part of the show that may or may not include doctoring of spin doctors lyrics, but probably not. It's Social Studies. We do it every morning at 9 o'clock where we dive into our social media on Twitter. And Sarah takes us through it. Hi, Sarah. Hello. This is a fun one, you guys. There have been some heavy Social Studies questions lately with some heavy stories in sports, but not today. Good. We're having a good time here good. on Social Studies. Yes, not, not today. today. We're on Twitter at Bickley underscore Marata. Bickley underscore Marata. That is where you can follow our show and find the uh, four individual accounts for the rest of us as well. All right, let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, over the past few weeks now, uh, with training camp getting started, we've talked a lot about Isaiah Simmons and just how badly the Cardinals need him to flourish and, and elevate into the superstar that we are expecting expecting him to become this season. And then last week, I believe it was last week, Dave Pash said he's hearing that Jalen Thompson has surpassed Buda Baker as one of the best safeties in the game. So of these four options, guys, who do you think is most likely to reach superstar status this season? Isaiah Simmons, Jalen Thompson, Hollywood Brown, or Byron Murphy Jr.? I think all it would be a major leap for any of those four to reach superstar status, but the most likely to do it, Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. yeah Why is that's... he most likely? Jalen Thompson, because of the position he plays, it's hard to stand out. For, I mean, Isaiah Simmons will have opportunities to be around the football a lot, mm-hmm. create havoc, might do some edge rushing. Um, and when you're that versatile and if you excel in that role, the league will take notice and talk about you. So yeah, and he's and he's been he's been that guy before. And and when he was drafted, the I mean, the the summaries and the synopsis on on him was was otherworldly. Yeah. So he's just a different category of athlete. Yeah, expectations have been high from the very oh, start. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Thirty-seven percent of our voters also say that Isaiah Simmons is most likely to become a superstar this season. 26% voted for Hollywood Brown, the new wide receiver in town. 22% voted for Jalen Thompson. And then 15% say Byron Murphy Jr. J-Rod Card says this is the season Isaiah Simmons becomes the next defensive superstar. He will have stories about his versatility, his ability, and overall dominance. Tom G says Jalen Thompson can wear Buda Baker's jersey and you couldn't tell the difference. What do you guys think about that comment? Wow. That close or better as Dave Pash would would I'd like say? to see somebody try that. Some like those, like those old out. 80s, like teen uh, t- twin switch movies. Yeah, <laughs> I just listen again. I've said this before. I, I have great respect for Dave Passion, and he doesn't bring nonsense to to, to the light of day into the radio. Absolutely. But but I I got to see this because I Buda Baker is has been a terrific football player, and to think Jalen Thompson has somehow made this jump <laughs> in the off season seems a little bit much. Yeah. So I want to see it personally. I'm, I'm glad you made that point, Bick, because. 
people on podcasts or on Twitter or whatever, they will say anything just to get a headline. But Dave Pash does not go that route. So, so that is a great point. We should listen when he says mm-hmm. expectations are high for Jalen Thompson. Uh, and then Rondale Moore gets a shout out from Ray. He thinks that Rondale Moore is most likely to become a superstar this season. I say they all do it. Let's go, guys. How about everyone hey, become a superstar? It's not that hard to become if, a superstar. If two of those four become superstars, the Cardinals are in good shape. That's great I think, news. I think if two yeah. of those four take the next step, then they're in good shape. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our next question. One of the big stories, uh, at least in the Valley today, is the report from Shams Charania that Kevin Durant has given an ultimatum to Brooklyn Nets owner Joe Sy. Get rid of the GM and the head coach, Sean Marks and Steve Nash, or Durant is saying, get rid of me, trade me. So now let's move that scenario from Brooklyn to here in Phoenix. Who stays if you are given an ultimatum? Devin Booker or Monty Williams and James Jones? Oh, Devin Booker. Without a doubt. No hesitation. No hesitation. But then again, I'm, it's, it's, I, I'm, I think a transcendent player is more important than a transcendent coach and a really good GM. And James Jones has made a share of mistakes, so I'm not, we're not going to paint him out as Red Auerbach. So, yeah. so to me, it's Devin Booker. What about this, though? Devin Booker's young. Kevin Durant's 33. If Devin Booker were 33, would you have to think about it a little bit harder? Yes. Yes. If he was, if the, if the player had one, two good years, and it, it's, it's all really about who the player is and what he is. It's a very abstract question because the situations are so different. Um, if, the, if Devin Booker were 33 and the dysfunction were as thick in mm. Phoenix as it currently is in Brooklyn. Yeah. That might change, but answering it right now under the current conditions, Devin Booker is the correct answer. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't seem too hard for our listeners either. 72% say Devin Booker. Uh, 28% though said head coach Monty Williams and GM James Jones. Two is more than one. Stay. That's right. Stay in place of Devin Booker. Griff Dale says this is a tough one because the coach and the GM, when... The coach and GM got to town. The Suns turned into serious contenders. We've had Booker for years and never sniffed the playoffs. He continues to say, I'm glad we will never have to make this choice, but our coach and GM is the right choice. Hmm. Um, A talent like Booker and his loyalty are traits you no longer see in today's players, says AZ Kid. I would absolutely choose Devin Booker. Yes, that is a great point. And sticking with the ultimatum theme, guys, turning internally, turning to our personal lives. What is the biggest ultimatum you have ever given or been (laughs) given in your life? And what happened? I could make a, a, a long story very short. Uh, I ended up a married man. No. Oh, <laughs> damn. No, I, I touched on this out? No, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> it was a professional one. It was basically, if you don't get better at sports updates, we're pulling you off the air. Oh, yeah, that's which right. At that, which at that stage of my career would have been, you're looking for a new career. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have one for you. Sorry. Nada. Nothing. Jarrett, do you have one? No. Not that I could think of off the top of my head. I yeah. wasn't expecting to. Me, me. There were some funny answers on this thread, though. I Absolutely. Say that much. Yes. <laughs> uh, I will read this one from AZ Kid again. Oh, this one hurts my heart. I was in fifth grade, and my mom kept telling me, you better get your grades up, or I'm going to go and sit with you in class. Did I heed her warning? <laughs> no. <laughs> Most embarrassing time of my life. <laughs> 
I can only imagine. And this is a sweet from a uh, sweet one from J Rod Cards. The ultimatum given to him was stop drinking or leave a marriage. That was 20 years ago. We just celebrated 22 years together. Oh, so good for you, J Rod Cards. Yes. And a lot of people. I mean, not necessarily that particular one, but a lot of people get ultimatums from their doctors. Oh, you need yes. to stop eating cheese. <laughs> Never. <laughs> You give need me to cheese stop or give smoking, me death. or <laughs> these are all ultimatums. Right. Yeah, yes, they are. That is true. Whether you choose to uh, listen to them or not. Ooh, yeah. What would be the hardest thing for you to give up if a doctor said you need to give blank up, or else? What would be the toughest thing for you? Cheese might be it for me, honestly. Currently, oh, I don't know. Once upon a time, I famously said, "I don't care if a doctor ever told me to give up ice cream, I would." I would never I would never listen to that advice. Yeah. I haven't had ice cream in probably 6 years. What? Yeah. As much as I as much as I do enjoy um beer I, I think diet soda is what I really could not live without. Really? Really? Yeah. You're yeah. picking a diet coke. How come over we beer? never get together so. after the show for a diet soda then? <laughs> Uh, there's no, no golf course there. No. You weren't knocking back tabs on that golf course the other day. No, I actually was knocking back Diet Coke oh. last time I played golf. I actually did. Never mind. That's the truth. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was... I felt like John Daly. I had three of them. <laughs> and three packs of cigarettes yeah, with them. Right. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Tremendous. Uh, thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Thanks to everybody who chimed in on social yes. studies. At Bickley underscore Marotti. Oh, yeah. Go out for <laughs> It's the big story of the day. We'll hit it again. Kevin Durant and his ultimatum to Joe Sy. What's the next move on either side? We'll get into all the possibilities next. It's Bickley and Marotta mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Dan Pickley, Vince Morata. Pickley and Morata Mornings. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. Tuesday edition of Bickley and Morata Mornings, live from the Ak-Chin Community Studios. Taking you up until 10 o'clock today. Uh, the Kevin Durant saga, the big story in all of sports. We've been covering it from all different angles today. And there's many different angles to look at it from. Uh, one angle that popped up in our previous conversation in the 8 o'clock hour with Alex Schiffer from The Athletic, I thought, got us both thinking a bit. Mm. Uh, the suggestion from Alex Schiffer that even though this is now out there and widely reported and not refuted by anybody involved, by the way, mm -hmm. there's still a possibility of Kevin Durant suiting up and playing for Steve Nash as the head coach and Sean Marks as the GM of the Brooklyn I'm Nets. not buying it. Now, I, I, I respect his position. I respect his insight on the team. But I, I didn't consider that a possibility when we started the show, and I'm not sure I still do. Yeah, listen, and, and I'm real curious to see about the Phoenix Suns and, and where this thing is going to go and whether or not this can actually come to fruition or whether or not Adam Silver is going to feel the need to step in. There, The NBA, they've had trades – um, overruled and, and not allowed to happen based on this is not good for the league. Chris Paul to the Lakers was the one Lakers, of them. Yeah. And so it, I'm, I'm not putting anything past Adam Silver in this situation because this is unprecedented. Having a, having a player demand a coach's head, we've seen that before. There's a litany of it in the NBA. And at a time, that used to be taboo. That used to be a, ew, can you believe that this league allows players to, to dictate who's the head coach? Mm -hmm. And, and, and 
then people kind of got wise to the fact that, hey, NBA superstars, they, this is their league, and they run things. And just watch LeBron James in a huddle if you, if, if you don't know. Um, and so I, I think that in the case of Kevin Durant, this is just beyond the pale. Asking for a GM and a head coach's head on a platter, it's, a, it's asking too much. And even if you wanted to keep the player, there's a lot of basketball fans yesterday who reacted, oh, that's a no-brainer. Get rid of Nash and Marks. Keep the player. It's Kevin Durant, for goodness sake. A good portion of me feels that way. Because when you look at it, yes, are you empowering the player and giving him just an unbelievable amount of power? Mm -hmm. Yes, you are. What wins in this league? Players like Kevin Durant without a doubt. Without a doubt. Let's be honest. There there was rumors that Steve Nash was going to be fired anyway after the season ended. I've always questioned Steve Nash's, like— into itness. Same. Is that, is that a thing? Same. How much was he into being a head coach? Yeah, exactly. And there's just something about this. Just I, I never quite saw it. And I think that in that Celtics net series, watching Ime Adoka have that team on a string the way he did, it was really there was a it was a crazy juxtaposition between uh, what looked like a real. NBA head coach and a and a former great player trying to be an NBA head coach. And with all due respect for uh, for Steve Nash, he didn't have an easy hand to play last year. Obviously, during the playoffs with Ben Simmons and Kyrie and all that stuff. But to me, um, it, it's it, I I think that the precedent involved and the way Joe Sy would be received by the people in the organization, I, I couldn't imagine what the results would be if if you just went and. and accommodated that request, especially if it didn't make him happy. Because if this is all just a game to Kevin Durant, then he doesn't care who he's sacrificing. Not really. But I wonder, too, all right, the the severity of this ultimatum uh, is the next step by Kevin Durant. I think you're correct. I think anybody who suggests this uh, is correct, that he needed to do something like this to expedite a result. I wonder what this does now to the thinking of the Brooklyn Nets, who yesterday we're having a convers- we had a Kevin Durant conversation about um, the, the whole situation on mm-hmm. yesterday's show with no new developments, and the thinking was they're going to be very content to let this drag on mm-hmm. maybe until next summer. I don't now, think that's necessarily no, the case no, anymore. I, to me, what I think this means, Vinny, I think this means this is the time to act. I think there's a window now. Operators are standing by. <laughs> Act now. But Act wait. Now. There's more. Call. They're waiting for you to call. Yeah, I think that um I think this is kind of the time here and and you know it's James Jones has kind of been in the background of this and, and like I said James Jones at his best you never see him coming, right? Mm-hmm. Cam Johnson, Johnson. Jamal Crawford, you, you never right. Even the Chris Paul trade, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, it, the Jay Crowder, boom, like what, boom, what, uh, and so this is. I wonder if this is going to be more of the same. And 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 again, for this to really happen, I, I really firmly believe that Kevin Durant is going to have to take the jerkiness that's attached to his actions of yesterday and and double down on it. Look, and we, he's either going to have to threaten retirement. He's going to just have to flat out say, "I'm not. Pl- I don't want to play for Boston. I'm not doing it." Well, with doing this, I mean, he's played another major card in his hand. Mm-hmm. If he's really, really dead set against it, and we have to believe that he is, he's got mm-hmm. he's got one card left. If if the Nets drag their feet, mm-hmm. that's the next card he plays. I am not reporting 
I will retire. I will sit out. I will not play for this franchise with those two guys there. Yeah. yeah. And I think he would be comfortable doing that. I Yeah. Yeah. Not that I, not that he doesn't love the sport of basketball. I truly believe that about Kevin Durant. But now it, it's pretty clear how much he wants out. But I mean, if you can't trade DeAndre Ayton without his permission and not until January fifteenth, even if this were the case, what could the Suns give the Brooklyn Nets to make them sign off on this? Yeah, they got all. You could have all the draft picks. We get it. But what players? It would have to be McHale. It would have to be Cam Johnson. It would have to be Jay Crowder. A boatload of picks. Boatload of picks. A boatload of pick swaps. All of it. And and that's what's and to me what's so fascinating about this story is that part of me is even torn on whether I want to do it. I, and my head says yes, my heart says no. It's the weirdest thing. Well, I, I just my my head says yes. Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul together. I don't care who else you put on the bench. How would you feel about Kevin Durant right now if? Or even if let's say he doesn't land with the Suns, how do you think all this is going to make Kevin Durant look in your I, eyes? Exactly where question. I was going. Because obviously we're all forgiving if he lands with the Suns because he's such a great player. Oh, but the rest of America will not be. I, I think. I think. Uh, the jury has already decided who Kevin Durant is, and I think he's he's kind of embraced that a little bit. Uh, but again, I think if you see right now, there are people tweeting at Kevin Durant, talking about their lives and how they're comfortable doing things the hard way, and they're getting under his skin. I've seen him react. It, that's only going to get worse. Yes. Because, I mean, you want to, again, talk about— Because he put oh, this whole thing together. A 180 thing, though. He spent eight years in Oklahoma City. That team was right on the doorstep of being a championship contender. And mm-hmm. then he did what he did in 2016, and he went to Golden State, and that completely flipped the narrative. And mm-hmm. I think that also flipped how Kevin Durant is comfortable in portraying himself to the public. So, yeah, I, this is another step. This is going to be a, a ding— nationally on Kevin Durant's image because like you just said he helped put it together he did the whole thing is it's it's his handiwork he has not received one paycheck on the new contract he signed last summer <laughs> and he wants out he, already yes he signed off on Nash he signed that contract knowing Sean Marks was the GM so yep. all of this is nonsense Alex Schiffer went through all the assistant coaches that he helped pick yes. out yes. he wanted Kyrie Irving with him i it's just what I don't understand, though, is like, as you mentioned, he still has one more move to make. Yeah. yeah. Just make that move. Just make the move to start with. Why do we why are we going through three months of leaving the doors open? Even his latest ultimatum left the door open that he could go back to Brooklyn. Yeah. If he really well, wants to go to the Suns or if he really wants to go somewhere yeah. else, just make that totally known. Maybe, so that steps I, get maybe taken. he doesn't. Maybe again, this is it. it to me, it's really going to come down to just how nutty is he going to get with this because the Nets, I think, will indulge him. And they might be able to send him to Miami. They might be able to send him to Boston. Is that good enough for him? I, and how long will that be good enough for him? And how long will it be? Yeah, that's, hey, that's, that, and that's, that's such thing, a great question, too. That's the thing even Suns fans are that's, a little worried about. That's where Suns fans get hung up. When Chris you, Paul retires in a year, yeah, is, right. for those last two years, is Kevin yeah. Durant going to be happy? Yeah. yeah, if he drags his feet enough, maybe in, in time, he can threaten to just go to live basketball. <laughs> By the way, Cam, Cam Smith, oh, he's, Smith, he's jumped. The British Open oh. champion. Officially? He's, he's jumped. 
before the FedEx Championships? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Because he's okay with the money he made on the tour this Clearly. year. Clearly. <laughs> he did okay for himself. Yeah. yeah. Mark Leishman, who's also an Aussie, he's jumping. It's it's no surprise. The Aussie's following Greg Norman, but still, it's really yeah. it's really yucky. Text your thoughts to the FanDuel text line at 620-620 right now. Coming up next, it's Tuesday. Time for a round of mustache. Not a mustache. Not a mustache. Straight ahead. Bickley Mornings, <laughs> 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Hi, we're going to ArizonaSports.com now for today's poll question here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. It's a, a different kind of poll question today, guys. You mentioned earlier in the show that Cliff Kingsbury joked about how popular Mike Bercovici, the former ASU quarterback, is around town and now an assistant coach for the Cardinals. Uh, so the question is, who would you want a picture with more, Cliff Kingsbury or Mike Bercovici? I know you're both professionals, so I, uh, photos with people you yeah, cover is yeah, not really somebody, a thing. I really but. love getting my picture taken just by myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, that too. Flip a coin. I don't know. We'll put Burko. How about that? Bick, any input here? Yeah, I think that if it was a if it was a shirts off kind of picture, I'd choose Burko. I would not want to be shamed <laughs> by Cliff Kingsbury's abs. <laughs> how about Wait. a socks off? <laughs> That's picture. That's, a, that's another question entirely. The only kind of photo Cliff takes. No socks. Uh, 66% of our voters answered this very important question. They would like Cliff Kingsbury, a yeah, photo with Cliff Kingsbury. With all due respect to Burko, and he's a great dude. Yeah. Cliff's a little higher up on the if fame you're a, Not a Sun Devil alum. No. Sure. Yeah. 34% still voted for Burko, though. Pretty so. good showing by Mike. Absolutely. Yeah. So good luck. Keep your phones charged. That, as Sarah said, is today's very, very important Arizona sports. Yes. Uh, hey, Sanderson Ford Before we question. move on, can I tell you the greatest thing in the world? Please. I just, a very high-ranking official in Bonneville International came up to me and said, what in the heck is a hand fruit? What is this guy's problem? Shut, Shut up, up, Jared. Jared. What is it? Aren't all fruits hand fruits? No, he I said, apparently hasn't listened to the philosophy. Said, yes, sir, it. they are. That's our. I dumb, have a question about hand fruits. Yeah, that's our <laughs> dumbass producer. Start the start the game, whatever it is, Jared. Come on, Jared. So, Jared, not a mustache. A mustache, a mustache, a mustache, big mustache, thick mustache, my mustache, your mustache. Say the word, the word mustache, a mustache, a mustache. Now we both have said mustache, a mustache. Okay, so this is about mustaches. All right, this is time for America's fastest growing facial hair related quiz sensation mustache. Not a mustache. Not a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play a clip from a movie, a TV show, a song, or an interview. And you have to tell me whether the person talking or singing has a mustache or does not have a mustache. Today's theme, because of Kevin Durant, it's all about ultimatums, oh. giving ultimatums, oh. making tough choices, having these things <laughs> placed in front of you. Uh, first one, the 10 wins were alternate between Bickley and Murata. I don't remember who won last week. I think Bick won again. Bickley, you, you would you like never, to go first you, or second? Yeah, I'd like to go first. Jared, Bickley, you'd like to go first, and shocking. Bickley, you will Jared start. Jared doesn't remember what happened last week. Not. With this. <laughs> Darling, you got to let me know. Should I stay or should I go? The Clash, not a mustache. That is correct. That is correct. A rhyme, too. Yeah, it does. Ooh, the clash. Not a mustache. Uh, Vinny. 
Yes. Weird place to cut it off, but uh, uh, I just quoted earlier in the show. I, I I don't know if you saw my reaction when you started singing that. I was like, "What in the world?" I did not. What are uh, the odds? Spin doctors and a real ratty mustache. That is correct. Yeah. That one I had to pause and stare for quite some time. But there is a mustache there. He has a hair color that is the same color as his skin. Yeah, which is always a good look. All right, two 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 to the, the top of the second we go. Uh, the ultimatum slash choices slash, uh, yes, edition. Here we go. Dan? I'm going to put it right on the line. There <laughs> been a lot of complaints already. <laughs> Fooling around in the course, bad language, smoking grass, poor caddying. If you guys want to get fired, you want to be replaced by golf carts, just keep it up. <laughs> uh, that's Bill Murray's brother, Brian Doyle Murray. And definitely a must. There you go. You remember the character name? Lou? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember his last name? Wasn't it Lou Loomis or something like uh, that? It was <laughs> Lou Loomis. Yeah, very You're right. Good. Wow. All right. Well done. Dan. <laughs> I mean, uh, Vince. Uh, Sarah. I mean, Jared. Not you know, Denunzio. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vince. Could I trouble you for a glass of warm milk? It helps put me to sleep. You could trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. Now you will go to sleep. Or I will put you to sleep. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. That is Ben Stiller from uh, Happy Gilmore. And that is definitely a mustache. You got it. Yeah. All right. I was trying to remember his name in the movie. I can't remember. I don't remember. Just the orderly of some sort. All right, Dan. (laughs) Good start for both of you. All right. What's it going to be, boy? The male voice, obviously. Or no. Meatloaf, not a mustache. That is correct. Do you like meatloaf, Jarrett? Tell me about it later. <laughs> like a good, like a good meatloaf, Jarrett? A hand loaf. A hand loaf? <laughs> I like meatloaf, the food, very much. Okay. I like a couple of the meatloaf, the artist's songs. I do not care for meatloaf, the person, that much. All right, Vince. Too soon, Jarrett. Well, okay. Vince? (laughs) Yes. I know a lot of people out there want to see me in a rematch with a timid fellow who calls himself the Italian Stallion. But this man does not have the honor to meet me in the ring. Now I'm ready to have a rematch to prove that this lucky club fighter, and that's what he was, lucky, does not have the skill to last five minutes in the ring with a superior athlete like me. The man's running, the man's hiding, the man doesn't want to face me. Carl Weathers <laughs> mustache. Carl Weathers mustache. You got it. All right. By the way, Ben Stiller's uh, name in that movie was Hal L. Okay. <laughs> Hal L. Okay. Very good. All right. Uh, perfect scores going here. Dan. Choose the form of the destructor. Whatever we think of. If we think of J. Edgar Hoover, J. Edgar Hoover will appear and destroy us, okay? So empty your hands. Empty your hands. Don't think of anything. We've only got one shot at this. The choice is made. Uh, Bill Murray, not a mustache. You got it. Bill Murray, not a mustache. We are cruising and rocking and rolling. 8-6 lead. All right. 
Dan. Uh, Vince? God, I did it again. All right, Vince? Here comes a classic rock one to knock me off my peg. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. Uh, another movie that I've never seen. Wow. Yeah. But uh, Lawrence Fishburne from The Matrix mustache. Lawrence Fishburne and from not, The Matrix. And, and not a mustache. And not a mustache, Vinny. Uh-oh. 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 Which means for the win. Oh, no. <laughs> Come on. You haven't lost yet. Go ahead, Jared. All right. This is going to be a layup. You just slip out the back, Jack. Make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Just get yourself free. Hop on the bus, Gus. You don't need to discuss much. Uh, that would be Paul Simon, not a mustache. Boy, that would be Paul Simon. Mustache? With oh, a mustache really? at that era, yes. Really? Give it, give it a goog. Wow. And you'll see no, that the cover you. of the album has a mustache. It's a huge, fluffy mustache, too. Wow. Oh. I did not know that. All right. You know what that mustache's name was? Garfunkel. <laughs> Garfluffle. <laughs> All right, Vinny. All right, so 9-7. I need this to tie and force the tiebreaker. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all the right. tiebreaker that I have ready, I'll so take, here we go. I'll take one for the team. No, no, here we go. <laughs> it's down there, and I'm in here. I guess it comes down to a simple choice, really. Get busy living. Or get busy dying. Just, it's fine. Can I, can I hear just a snippet of it one more time? Oh, I thought you were just playing it up. Get busy living. Or get busy dying. Uh, that's uh, Shawshank, right? Uh, Tim Robbins, not a mustache. That is correct. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Right, we have a tie game. And do you have a tiebreaker? We do have a tiebreaker that we will get to after the commercial break. <laughs> so stay tuned. We'll be back with a conclusion yes, this of is it. This mustache. Not a mustache. Not, not a hand fruit. We're not playing the tiebreaker. Hey ho, hand fruit time. Hand fruit time. Hand fruit time. No, I wish. They're getting rotten in my car. Backs in my car right now. <laughs> You know what? You go, freak. Go tend to your hand fruit, Jared. Yeah. At least take care Get of something. Get your hands off your peaches, Garland. <laughs> well, nobody else can talk on the show now. So and the balance. My goodness. Okay, so this is about mustaches. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Weekly and Murata. Song of the day. This is Olivia Newton-John, who passed away yesterday. We were talking about it off the air, Bick. Not that I was a huge Olivia Newton-John fan, but just the realization of what an enormous star she was during the course of our lives at a certain time. It's depressing, man. I know she battled cancer for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's just a sad story. So I went... I went away from Greece or physical for this one. 
from 1979. A little more love. I like this song. Okay. I don't care who knows it. All right. All right. Listen to the, listen to the beautiful tones. Sad story. Thought we'd pay tribute to Olivia Newton-John. Remember how big Grease was? Oh, yeah. Oh, my Huge. Oh, yes. You know how one of her first things she ever did? Are you familiar with the Eurovision Song Contest? No. Oh, I, I was not. I'm familiar uh, with I know it. you're familiar. We've talked about it, Jared. I wasn't familiar with it until uh, that, that Will Ferrell movie came out. Right. But I did some reading on it. One of her first big breaks. She finished in fourth place in the Eurovision Song Contest in 1974. Is that right? Yeah. No idea. Yeah. That one's for you, Olivia Newton-John, today's song of the day. Bickley and Murata, going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Uh, a little daily dose of Vinnie Joe trivia to start off the off the grid today. Yesterday, uh, we mentioned it briefly that uh, it was to be the anniversary of the first night game. In the history of Wrigley Field, it got rained out. They played the next night, August 9th, so today is actually the anniversary of the first night game. They played against the Mets. Lenny Dykstra ended up hitting the first night home run in Wrigley Field history in that game. The Cubs, the Cub, the Cub, did not get their first Wrigley Field night home run until like the next homestand. And it was in a game where a catcher. Hit the first two Cubs night home runs. Is that right? Can you name that catcher? Okay, we're talking about 1988, uh, Jody Davis. Not Jody Davis. Um, Do you want a hint? Yeah. I found my thrill. Damon Berryhill. (laughs) On Damon Berryhill. Ah, (laughs) yes. There you go. (laughs) So, Jared, what's your tiebreaker question? (laughs) Okay, in the song... Fifty ways to leave your lover. Okay. How many ways to leave your lover does he actually mention in the song? Yes, oh, in that's the song. A brilliant question. Yeah, he had enough time to come up with it. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, he sure <laughs> did. <laughs> did. You already sent him your answer. Uh, I yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to diagnose it, and I don't want to indulge him. Oh, he's not. <laughs> I don't want to indulge him. He's not playing. So I'll say four. You say four. <laughs> I'll say eighteen. You say eighteen. The correct answer, as you know, is... No, we don't know, but you can tell us. You can slip out the back, Jack. Right. You can make a new plan, Stan. You don't need to be coy, Roy. Hop on the bus, Gus, and just drop off the key, Lee. That's it? There's only five. Oh, come on. Wow. Yep. There must Are you sure about that, Carlin? There must be an extended... Yes, I... Do you have your facts straight? I did extensive research in the three minutes between... I watched you pull up that web page. Can I in play real time? a great clip from uh, yesterday's uh, sure. first take from ESPN? Oh, Mad Dog Russo against Ryan Clark. It got a little testy. You know, Cup right now. He never played another game. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Hopkins is going to the Hall of Fame. Hill is That's going not to the true. Hall of Fame. The Cooper Cup is not going to the Hall of Fame. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If he never played another game right true. now. Oh yes, he's the. He won a Super Bowl. Yes, he is. Cooper Cup. Yes, if Cooper 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 right this second never played another football game, he would get the votes to go to the Hall of Fame. It's not even debatable. Cooper Cup's been the best receiver in football for three years in a row. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Mad Dog, that's a lie. That is a a lie. And stop raising your voice to try to be right. That's a lie. It's true this year. Cooper Cup wasn't in anybody's top five. 
Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup wasn't a top five receiver until this year. Oh, like, no, what field have you Cooper watched? Cup. You're supposed to be a historian. Oh, no, no, no. Go ask the voters. Go ask the voters. Go ask them. Go ask the Peter Kings Listen, and the people like that. Well, they must be voting like you vote for the Heisman, where you just vote on whoever the hell you want based no, on the I fact don't. that they play I, quarterback. Ryan, I've been voting. Cooper Ryan, Cup is not I haven't been voting. Hold on now. You said something. I'm going to come in. I've been voting for the Heisman since Man, you, before you, you were born. You're stop screaming at me, bro. That's I'm the not. last time. I was You're voting stop screaming for the, at me. No, you said something Lower that was right. <laughs> I've been voting for the Heisman before you were born. Okay. 30 years. Uh, a couple of things. Mad Dog's take that Cooper Cup is a no-brainer Hall of Famer at this point of his career is asinine. Stupid. He uh, won a Super Bowl. And, yeah. That makes you a Hall of Famer? <laughs> yeah. And Mad the Dog uh, is saying, I've been voting for the Heisman longer than you've been alive 30 years. Ryan Clark's 42 years old. <laughs> How about Havlicek? Stop screaming. <laughs> How about Havlicek? Shut up, Jared. <laughs> Thanks to Alex Schiffer. We'll see you tomorrow. Wolf and Luke up next. <laughs> 